Good morning and welcome. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights and today we continue with the topic demonstration day three. The other day I was watching a documentary and I paused and thought about the war correspondents or rather the war journalists. The work they do is really most dangerous form of work you know the they work in the most conflict-ridden zones in the world these people spend the best of their time reporting from the front lines from inside the war zones and as I was watching this documentary I wondered do they train for war to be in the front line because they push themselves closer to the battle, closer to the danger and the carnage just to get a clear picture. Every single moment in the field is always a chance for them to push themselves harder, to go even farther, to survive the day's battle so then they can cover the next. And as I believe that their passion and why they keep doing this because they must have a calling why they do it. It's not necessarily for money. Why else would you put your life in danger? I believe that most of these journalists, they do that so that they can bear witness to the suffering of the civilians and give them a voice. They allow themselves to be vulnerable to feel the losses of their civilians. And this is at the cost of their psychological, their physical well-being. And because of this, these journalists, these war journalists have changed the causes of wars with their relentless boldness and commitment. Some of the greatest revolutions in history in both the secular and religious aspect have come at high cost. And it's because someone somewhere had a conviction that what they were doing was right. So today I just used the war journalists, those correspondents, and the work they do to give voices to the voiceless because they have a great conviction that what they do is worth it as a base of where we are going today. In the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 1 to 12 the Bible says while Peter and John were speaking to the people they were confronted by the priests the captains of the temple God and some of the Sadducees These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed it. So the number of the men who believed now totaled about 5,000. The next day the council of the all rulers and elders and teachers of religion religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there along with Caiaphas, 
John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in the two disciples and demanded, By what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of all people, are we being questioned today because we have done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly state to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, the stones that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation in no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. Wow. You know, yesterday where we stopped, it was just such a beautiful, beautiful testimony of inclusion, a testimony of healing. And Luke continues to present us with a picture of what happened after Peter and John had healed the lame man. The leaders of the temple ganged up against them. The Bible says they were disturbed because these two disciples were teaching the dangerous idea of resurrection. An idea whose spread they thought they had stopped by crucifying Jesus. So they arrested them. They intimidated them. They handled them roughly. And I want you to remember that these institutions had existed for hundreds of years. They post poisoned themselves against the apostles and the new group of converts. They, they, are, they are resting and all this did not come from, you know, the non-believers. No. These are the people who had the power to dictate the law and the religion. And they had just declared war against the apostles. I want you to see the turn of events after the outpouring. But the Bible says that despite all this intimidation and opposition, the number of believers still increased and grew to 5,000 from the initial 3,000. The Spirit of God was still at work, cutting across hearts, bringing people in conviction despite all this opposition. Hallelujah. On one side, the guardians of the Jewish faith, the same people who had crucified Jesus. Now they had the apostles before them in shore of power and intimidation, demanding to know by what name, by what power are you acting? I want us to see the demonstration of power through the response of Peter. Rather than being intimidated by the show of power, by the authorities that are standing before him, the Bible says Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, rose in boldness and addressed them 
directly. Hallelujah. He reinstated the very exclusive claims of Jesus Christ that made them crucify him. Peter preached to them the same Jesus they had rejected, the same Jesus they had crucified. He did not merely proclaim Jesus as the way of salvation, but as the only way. What a demonstration of power. This is a level of confidence, a level of conviction that only the Holy Spirit can provide. You know, it takes a lot of confidence to face the very people setting you up for prosecution and indicting them in their own trial. And I want us to see how significant it is because this is the same Peter who had denied Jesus before a servant girl. And there he is, facing the religious and civil authorities with such confidence and witnessing Jesus before them. This is what the Spirit of God does in us. This is how he manifests in us. He instills the confidence and boldness to witness Christ even in the face of opposition. You know, the right to teach was a reserve of the priests, only them. And those approved by them could teach people then. <laughs> we see Peter and John teaching the people a doctrine that was opposed to what their priests were teaching. The Holy Spirit gives us the boldness to break barriers, to take on grounds people have feared taking on before, to preach against vices that people have feared preaching against before. This was the Spirit of God demonstrating His power through their apostles. And we cannot assume or ignore the change in Peter's character during this exchange. You know, unlike the old, you know, Tamurus, Peter, unpredictable, we see in the Gospels who chopped off a guard's ear. You know, we see a very calm apostle, a very different Peter, calm enough to acknowledge the authority of the courts before presenting his case. You know, it's like I was reading this and it's like he's saying all protocols observed before I answer your question. You know, this calm boldness was not from natural instinct. Peter had changed. There was a huge transformation in the apostles after the outpouring. Even their personalities changed. And I'm getting excited. As I pray today that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit continues among us, that he may dwell within us and instill the confidence to testify Jesus, even in the face of adversity, that he may instill in us the calm boldness that he instilled in the apostles, so that the word of our testimony may cause a stir in the hearts of the people. 
until all who converse with us know that indeed we have been with Jesus. May the Spirit of God make us bold enough to call out the pride and the corruption that is ruling. May He instill in us that relentless boldness and conviction about our calling, that even in the face of fear and intimidation, we will declare the power and the name by which we have been called, the power and the name of Jesus, until the world knows for a fact that there is no other name by which salvation shall come, but by the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Shalom. This is Pastor Lucy Painter with your daily insights, and this is Demonstration of Power, Day 3. Thank you.